The views and opinion and comments on this episode of the Black and Blue Vanguard podcast do not necessarily reflect or represent the views and opinion by any law enforcement department or agency. Content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Listener's discretion is advised. Now that that's out the way, let's get this show started. Welcome one, welcome all. This is the Black and Blue Bad Girl Podcast, the only podcast that was made by law enforcement for law enforcement. To express our thoughts, our concerns, ideas, or hey, if you just want to vent, you can do that too. Now hold on, wait a minute, civilians. We haven't forgot about you. We welcome you to listen in. We'd like to hear from you. I'm not alone. I brought back up who's on this ride along with me. Wadi. And Holiday. And I'm Jules. We have a great show for you today, ladies and gentlemen. On today's show, the vanguards are honoring Sergeant Marlene Ritmatic. So without further ado, let's get busy. Holiday, Wadi, what it is, how's everybody doing? We're good. We're good. Good. You know, I think this is the first show of a new year. How was everybody's uh, new year? It was good. I was, you know, I was at work on New Year's. <laughs> and then after New Year's, furlough. Nice. Yeah. So I processed oh, some people in lockup. Mm-hmm. And furlough I go. And still in it. Oh, nice. That's I know good. That's yeah, good. It's beautiful. It's been some it's been some some bone chilling weather out there. So you picked a good time to go on go on furlough. I gotta yeah. wait till till I gotta wait till middle of June for my first one. So I'm 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 hanging in there. Yeah. Hold the line. Man comes in March. Nice. Oh nice. Yeah, because that March, that's that spring break uh time time uh, of month there. So it's probably a lot of a lot of traveling that month. And then it's good because it gives it time due to the COVID, you know, because it's kind of all right, you know, right, like, yeah. like it's a, it's rising again. So um, yeah, the Omicron. Yes, man. So wow. So we're gonna go ahead and get started. Uh, I know we got a notification, got to announce. I know in the all the well, if it don't hit every station, it's gonna come up in the district. Uh, there's a there's some money for anonymous tips. You can be rewarded. You can be rewarded for any anonymous tips you have for leading to gun trafficking charges or convictions up to five thousand mm. dollars. Yeah, not bad, not bad. Or up to fifteen thousand dollars for tips leading to homicide charges or convictions. So, I mean, you can be you can be anonymous. You don't have to leave a name or. Or well, they'll get your number. So, but you don't have to leave a name and say who's this. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm such and such, and I want to report this. You can be anonymous, and that number is eight three three four zero eight zero zero six nine. Again, eight three three four zero eight zero zero six nine. Or you can remember they got a cute little thing here anonymously. A N N Y M O U S L Y. Hope I spelled it right, but uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but yeah. So people, if you get uh, if you have information on gun trafficking or tips for homicide charge uh, or for homicide, 
any charges or conviction that's there's a difference if people don't know charges is just the you know you getting 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 the that's the statute that somebody get picked up on let's say uh for shooting somebody that's either first second or involuntary or justified homicide or whatever the case may be that's the charge now when you go to court and they be convicted by the jury of their peers then that's a conviction so two different things so charges or convictions that's pretty dope right i mean five thousand dollars for that and fifteen thousand yeah. dollars for some homicide right good ways to get paid yeah and that way also get uh the public involved you get to get the uh, men and women in the community to get involved i mean because let's be honest we won't be able to solve anything out here without uh the cooperation and the knowledge from the uh, the uh, civilians that's out there in the streets. Mm-hmm. So, so that's a good thing, you know. It's a good thing. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully that uh, you know, it works out because there's been a lot of a lot of shooting and a lot of shooting and killing. Uh, I think we get. I think we have to be at eleven homicides right now, and it's only a only a weekend. So, all right. So, hey, listen. We get, I know we went away from it a little bit, but let's get back to it. Anything new on the beat? Uh, anything funny or what the hell moment or just want to get something off your chest? Anything no. new? Uh, uh, why do you ain't get nothing? Not this week, no. <laughs> That's all right. Holiday, you got anything, Cat Daddy? Let's see. Well, before I went on furlough, me and my partner, we went to a call. Um, uh, it's a lady. She kept calling uh she's a habitual caller um she said her husband is in her garage and she wants her wants him out uh the garage looked pretty abandoned you know it was boarded up so many ways and uh so we pretty much told her what the other officers told her because she stated every officer keeps telling her the same thing she just want us to knock the door down and get him out. That's Wait a minute, in, the, in the garage? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there is an ex-husband. I'm sorry, ex-husband. Mm-hmm. They're divorced. I want him out. He's in there. I know it. I say there's no noise. Well, we can't kick the door down, ma'am. Right, right. Can you open the door for us? She said, this is ridiculous. Uh, this is stupid. Y'all worthless. Um, y'all guys, y'all can just punch and kick the door down. <laughs> Go get him out. We know he's in there now. So we said, can you get the door open? We don't care how. Can you get it open? Right. And she said, you know what? I will get a hammer and I will open the door. Great. Whatever. All right. She comes outside. And I shit you not. She comes out with her her instruments that she gonna get the door open with. And her mm-hmm. instruments, her tools was a, a, a new broomstick. Um, uh, it looked like some type of He-Man plastic toy and a sword, a He-Man sword toy plastic. Uh, it looked like made by, um, what's that? <laughs> and uh, what you call them? Like a, a one of them bats, them plastic baseball bats like fisher price oh like, like you get at nerd. the dollar store yes yeah okay you know, you know when you you hit it and it bends right 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 i say you gotta be shitting me man 
<laughs> you really got to be shitting me. <laughs> She's supposed, supposed to open up the door with that? Yes. Mm. Uh, we're like a plastic sword. Look like a plastic He-Man sword made by Fisher Price. Uh, a, a bendable Nerf bat and a broomstick. Mm. Okay, I, I don't think those. I don't think those uh, will work. But okay, and we didn't try it. She didn't try it. We look when he come out the garage. Give us a call. Right. So, so let me ask you something. So the garage is the garage door is 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 it bolted or is it? it, it you can. It was what is it, it's a. It, it you can tell someone been hammering it, like trying to fix it up numerous times. Okay. And you're sitting here like, but it was locked. So I was like, Man. so how, okay. So she was a zebra, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and she crazy. kept calling. And it was on the coldest day. It was like the one day Mm-mm. we had the snow. The one day, Mm-mm. I think that was January 2nd. Uh-huh. When it was snowing out. Yeah, it was cold. It was that day. Me and my partner met with her four Mm-mm. times. Plus, that's not including the two calls another beat car ended up getting because we were no. on another call. No, I'll tell you what. You know what? If it's that cold and he in the garage, let him stay in there. You in the warm house. What you care for he in the garage for? I said, well, he ain't bothering you. So Right, exactly. <laughs> he ain't let bothering you. There. You're bothering us. If he in there, he ain't doing too good because it's cold. <laughs> right. So I find that kind of funny there. And WTF. So. Okay. Yeah, it's both. All right, I got I got a quick story. I mean, we get a call of a uh, of a unoccupied vehicle parked in the alley. Nice. Okay, no biggie. We get there. Show sure enough, the car is parked in the alley. No no occupants in it. So we ran a plate. The plate come back to the owner who's in whose garage he's in front of. Also, okay, he just parked in the alley or he or she or whatever. I forgot the name. Oh, it's parked in the alley. Just probably just want to run in. I've done that. You know, just want to run in the house right quick and run back out. Don't put the car up. So we went in front. We didn't want to put a ticket on it right quick, right then and there. So we go in front just to let the guy know, hey, listen, somebody called that, you know, you got your car parked in the alley. You can't have it in the alley. So we went to the front, rang the doorbell. Kid came out. Hey, you know, who like, uh, I forgot what kind of car it was, like a maybe a Pontiac or something like that. Is that who's is that anybody your father or mom's Pontiac that's in the car in the in the, in the alley? So he went and he uh just told his father. So we went back around and he was standing by his car. So we were just waiting for him to get in the car and pull off. And then he started walking away. He said something, we couldn't hear it, but you know, we drove up closer, he started walking away. And he turned around and he said, he ain't moving, beep. And then he he cursed at me. I was like, I'm I'm thrown off because I'm like, well, what happened? (laughs) He he said, he was like, man, this my car. It's it, 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 this my house. Man, y'all get better, he said, y'all can do better things than just to mess with me. And I was like, what? Wait a minute, hold on. Like, hold on. Somebody, I said, hey, hey, hold on, bro. I said, somebody called and said your car was in the alley. We were just, you know what I'm saying, just let you know if you can move your car in the front. He said, man, I ain't moving beep. And man, then y'all can get the F on. I was like, hold on, hold on, time out. 
I have to rewind this. I have to rewind this because I'm like, wait a minute, this is just a simple supercar parked in the app here. Wait a minute. I was like, wait a minute, my man, maybe my man just smoking too much dope or something. Let me let me kind of kind of break it down for him. I said, bro, listen. You're you're parked in the alley, which you can't do. Now, we didn't just want to roll up, write a ticket, and pull off, which we could have done. But we didn't want to do that. That's why we came out to let you know if it's okay. Can you pull the car up in the the front so we can avoid all that? And he was like, oh, all right, man, thank you. But he went in the house. He didn't move the car, but he went in the house. And the house was looking like, like, well, okay, I I don't know if he's going to move the car or not, but... So we ended up getting another call, which a person with a gun was so, it took, you know, it was a pertinent uh, matter. So we ended up leaving. But after we handled that job, we came back and he ended up parking the car in the front. So, so I don't know. My man had, my man was, was, was tweaking out at first, man. I had to, had to break it down a little bit, man. But man, that was my story there. Hey, <laughs> he, he probably had a bad phone call or something. Yeah, he like got into it with his lady or something. Yeah, man, I was like, wait, or hold on, gentleman, or gentleman, you know, can't be right, right, right. Well, wait, we don't know these days. Yeah, so you know, if I had that, you know, how you text somebody, hey, man, this is bull. Oh, now the cops messing with me. Life right. sucks. Right at the, at the end of the day, he did the right thing. At the end of the day, yes, because I tell you what, man, hey, the bull was gonna go back and he's gonna make sure he's gonna put a ticket if that car if that car was still in that alley. I already know, boy. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So, all right, man. Something else that came up that you know we should definitely talk about. I saw on Yahoo News that the Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Braggs, he was on the Al Sharpton show discussing his plans to reduce incarceration through lowering lowered prison sentences and fewer arrests. Mm-hmm. Okay, that was his key component why he was you know, during his political campaign. So Braggs want to, he, want to have, he wants division and alternative to incarceration, such as crash, uh, crisis intervention programs instead of jail time. Cute, cute, cute. So the DA acknowledged that the gun crime is on the rise. He acknowledged that domestic violence is on the rise, sexual assault. He even said himself he was a victim. He got a, he got a gun pointed at him and he got shot at. I don't know who was busting at him, but okay. So he said he's been the victim. He know how it feels. So Braggs also went in and said he wanted to limit sentences to 20 years, even for murder convictions. I hope that's not for first and second degree because I would be highly pissed if that was to happen. Uh, his office would no longer, well, he said his office would no longer prosecute for trespassing offenses. Oh, hey, men and women blue resisting arrest. Mm. And people who stiffen off, who uh, who 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 jumped the subway and bus fare, you know, not paying for the getting on buses and subway. He want to also not prosecute for sex work. OK, he want to legalize prostitution. OK. He want to reduce charges for stealing all these smashing grabs going on. He want to reduce charges for that. OK. And drug dealing, so he wanna he wanna legalize drug dealing. This DA is a little he's all over the place. I don't you know. I mean, good thing good thing about all this bull crap is that it had to be passed, it had to be put into a vote and a bill or something to pass this stuff because this is just this is reckless what he's doing. So guys, let me ask you guys something. 
Is this the way to go to reduce incarceration and lower lowering prison sentences? Holiday, what you I'm think? All, or Wadi, what you guys think? Wadi, what you think? I'm all for the counseling, but not at the expense of not holding people accountable for their actions. They should yeah, be still, yeah. there should be longer prison sentences. People need to go and set up some program where there's counseling in the jail cells. I'm all for that. Because people need counseling, but held accountable and away from the world. Because the reason why I still say keep the prison sentences uh, as they should be, depending on each criminal offense, is because you literally have people, people don't take it to account. And I'm sorry, this is this far left way of thinking. People have this delusional idea that says everybody who you offer counseling to is going to take it and it's mm -hmm. going to change. Right, in order right. for people, in order for counseling, in order for counseling to contribute, it's just that. It's a contribution to somebody's wellness. It's a contribution to somebody doing better. It takes that person wanting to change. True. You can offer somebody all the counseling in the world and you do a great job. But the part, it's all God gave each of us an individual freedom of choice and free will. You have to take that choice and do the right thing. You have to want to change. You cannot force somebody because counseling also entails being transparent and being honest with yourself. You have some people who will do that and you have some people who won't do that. So what do you do about the criminals who don't want to do it, who don't, who don't change throughout the crisis intervention program? Do we let them back out on the street? That's right. no justice to the family. That's no justice to the family. None. Yeah, I, you know, Wadi Holiday, I don't, I don't understand because he was saying he don't get why he's getting so much pushback from this. But I mean, you see it, we all see it. Crime is just way out of control, and it's not just here in Chicago. His crime is out of control everywhere. Well, the, if it, if you're more of a a liberal type state, it's it's out of control yes. because you it's see out of control in a liberal state. Right, because you you see, you, you this is what they're, this is what they're pushing. This is their, their agenda here, and it's like, you want to decriminalize and legalize crime. That's why people is getting pushback because it's, people are is giving this this DA pushback because it's like, wait a minute. As far as as far as officers, he want to not prosecute for resisting arrest. <laughs> I mean, what sense does it does that make? I mean, if somebody's on arrest. For people who don't understand resistance arrest, if somebody's under arrest, we go to put him under arrest. He fights us. He fights us. That means he that 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 in, that offender don't get charged for resisting, but he was fighting officers. So you're promoting yeah. you're promoting uh, uh uh you're promoting this this hostile environment against the police department. He's enabling Be it. Right. I mean, there's it, it, certain things here, trespassing. You know, people think, well, it's a misdemeanor and it's not that biggie. But yeah, if somebody's if somebody stand out on your property and you want them gone and they refuse to leave, you mean to tell me you can't prosecute this guy? Right. So somebody can stand on your property no matter what and you can't do anything about it. I don't I don't I don't get the yeah, I don't get I don't get this this here as far as you wanna reduce incarceration. Uh, incarceration it is what it is 
there's people out here who do crime and if they do crime they need to be dealt with now like you said why don't for intervention but you can have both you can have both why didn't jail have intervention why didn't jail which they which they have um but instead of jail time you do intervention that's for people who wants to really change your life and be be really reformed but why do you bring up a good point the ones who don't want to be reformed who want to be a habitual criminal a career criminal how are you gonna deal with it some stuff is not even like because of course we'll say we should offer crisis intervention for like murderers rapists stuff like uh-huh. that but for people who are just regularly like you know who the regular people are where everything is not a mental illness right everything is not a mental health thing some stuff is a pride issue where i want my way and that's mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. if somebody cuts you off on the bridge nearly causes you to go over the bridge and you don't and you look at them and they laugh at you that's not a mental illness necessarily that's somebody saying i'm more important than everybody else i should always have my way that's not a matter of mental illness that's a matter of pride that's a matter of ego and narcissism of a person so you got criminals who just want their way so even when you talk about the people resisting arrest and you, we don't charge them. There is, you got some people resisting arrest because they just want to do what they want to do. Right. You know, and you wonder why crime is on the rise. He even said he said he noticed that crime is on the rise. Gun crime is certain, certain crimes and violence is uh, uh, domestic violence and gun violence and sexual assault. If this passes, I mean, it, it's crime is just it's going to be out. It's out of control now. It's going to be even more out of control. And and to deal with to deal with criminals, you have to have a you have to have a heavy hand. You know, not all of them, but you know, a violent many offender. Yeah, many of them. I mean, a violent offender. You have to deal with it. We deal with it, a violent offender in 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 a, in a heavy uh, a heavy way where they need to understand they need to feel the sting. If you want to soft shoe and pacify and you know show so much sympathy and empathy for them because it's it's not them it's the system it's like wait, wait, wait you're just an enabler that's all you are that's all that's just really a, it i mean my god it's, it's it should this it's simple i mean it's hard but it's simple i mean i well i don't know i hope uh i hope they get it together i hope i hope all these states that's you know the liberal-minded states can see what's going on and actually, and actually do something about it. Because guess okay. what? You're supposed to be, you're supposed to be for all people and not just a certain, certain type people. of people. I don't, I, you know, I don't get it. I do. And not that's get the sad it. part. That is so the sad part. It's an embarrassment too, because you get some people in leadership where they want to represent a certain group of people, but you misrepresent them. You make it seem like once again, oh no, they they don't need to be, they can't be held accountable. So let's just give them their way, but let's do it in a way where it looks good. No, it doesn't. Stop acting like people are less than human and that they're too immoral to do what's right. No, hold them accountable. Hold them accountable. Right. And that, and you brought up a good point. I say it all the time, and I'm not ashamed to say it. It's happening in a lot of these liberal left wing states because people just simply don't know how to be objective. You don't have to be extreme. You don't have to abuse. Not to mistreat people, you know, just because they commit crimes. But 
there is a medium of common ground you can meet to where it's like people's rights aren't being violated, being held accountable. But in these liberal states, they don't want accountability anymore. Just tell you, and and for the board, for the men and women in blue, and for the law-abiding citizens, hey, listen, listen. These politicians that that's not doing the job, who's condoning all this, enabling and petrifying and and placating. When it's time for the election to come up, remember this. Remember all this stuff that's happening in your city, where you can't walk, go to the walk to the corner store if you drive a certain area, whatever the case may be. If you driving a nice whip or whatever, just remember all this. And then when it's time for election to come up, and it it's too late for now I'm gonna focus on crime. No, 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 because they they rubbed a genie and they let this genie out the bottle and they don't want to put it back. So they need to go. Anybody who's not serious about the safety and well-being of the everyday folk, I mean, and they want to placate and they want to want to want to coddle criminals and 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 far as the the law-abiding citizen out there who just want to come to work or go home and want to go to the club or it should feel free to go places not worry about crime and stuff happening to you and for them who don't care about the they need to go they need to clean house clean house and get somebody in there get some people in there who's who's serious about cleaning up this crime because it's it's out of control let me ask you something holiday what what can this district attorney do far as to if you want to reduce incarceration, is there is there something he can do without, let, let's say, legalizing or decriminalizing crime? Because this is what all this is. He want to lower incarceration by decriminalizing crime. So certain things people are not going to get locked up for. But you got to lock people up if they're doing something out of pocket because, well, they won't learn from it and it'll just escalate. And if it escalated, it might get escalated to something worse. What can happen where you can reduce crime, incarceration, but without without decriminalizing some of this some of this crime? Oh shit, that's an easy answer. He needs another job. <laughs> yeah, this ain't the job for him. Yeah. I'll, I'll help you out. I'll help him out. Hey, I'll help him out. Cause it's not for him. <laughs> hey, Mer- <laughs> hey, it's, it's not for the week. You know, he said he need another. He need another career choice, though. He, he need another career choice. He, he he not he's not speaking facts. He's not he ain't serious. This okay. Publicity stunt bullshit. This ain't the time for that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You- I, I mean, you can't. You had to. You had to make some type of example. Rules are 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 in place to to you know to guide things, you know, to, to have rules and regulations is, is needed, you know, to get some um, organization going. Mm-hmm. And you know right. what I'm saying? You tell people, it, it, telling it, people oh, man. oh man, oh, he just want to hop, he just want to sneak on the train. It's okay. Like, what uh-huh. the f- you know, oh, don't, 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 don't arrest him. I know he's under arrest, but you know, he's resistant. You know, he don't want to get locked up today. So let him go. Right. Like, well, let him go. Let him go. What? 
man, look, this ain't the career for you, man. You know what right. I'm Well, see, the thing, like you said, Holiday, you hit it on the head. Like, if one person jumped the churn style where he ain't had to pay, well, well why, hell, well, why anybody have to pay? Because guess what? Because then you're going to have them innocent ones like, well, shit, if they ain't paying. Right. Well, I'm going to pay for Because you know, let's, let's keep it real. The, the, the United States of America ain't cheap. Mm-hmm. It's, shit, economy is oh. going up. So, right. so if, if this saved me five dollars for this ride, <laughs> right? Exactly. That's what I'm gonna do. Shit. Exactly. Oh, you wanna go? Oh, you wanna go? Oh, you wanna see the? You wanna see the Statue of Liberty for free, baby? Watch this. Yeah, all you gotta do is jump this turnstile, though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's an easy fix. Yeah, he need another job. He need another job. Okay, Cause, gotcha. Because there is no fixing it. I mean. You can't, you know, hey, you're under arrest. I uh, had them clean up the streets. Had them clean. Had, they get arrested. What What they do? Uh, clean up the city and shit. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, they get, the, they get the, yeah, they get programs with that free work. You you know, why you, right, hey, you know, shit, you go out there, you clean up uh, uh, garbage on highways and parks and hey, you know, on streets. That, and stuff. That, that way you can keep your city clean. Make an example out of them. But at the same day, at the same time, you know, there's no lighting up the sentences type bull crap. Yeah. Yeah. You know I, I, yeah. Yeah. We with you on that one. It's it's uh, this is uh, this battle right here. He, he shouldn't even try to try to indoctrinate this, man. He shouldn't even try to push this because you ain't doing up enabling criminals. That's that's all what this is to, to me. Like you know, turn maybe the, maybe. Turn the news on. Does he right. want TV? Yeah. Right. I, I don't think now, I don't think now more than ever. Now this is the time to say, hey, let's let, let's let's decriminalize some of this crime. So I mean, what what are you talking about? Crime is on the rise everywhere. So yeah, yeah, yeah I'm with you. Aren't you? That's so yeah. funny, holiday. You said people basically had this attitude like, oh, he doesn't want to get arrested today. You know, maybe another day. You know, like I literally like in 2020 when they were talking about that Rayshard Brooks shooting. The guy with the Atlanta parking lot in uh Wendy's. Right. Somebody literally told me like, could have been arresting him another another day. They could have got him another day. Like, do you hear how enabling you sound? You sound pathetic saying that to me. And this was a grown man saying that to me. Like, oh, y'all can give him another day. Like, we can actually just walk up to this dude's house and knock on the door. Like, law enforcement's job. No, it's called. Be a good citizen. Don't resist. And if you do, you have consequences. Well, he was intoxicated. Who's pro- whose fault is that? Who's responsible for that? He is. An adult said, I'm going to drink beyond my limits. So if you make that choice, you still made that choice. That is your choice. That's your choice. Listen, let's not, let's not forget. The officer was actually being cool with him. He told him to go park. It really, mm-hmm. really was. Yep. He tried to look out for my man, but he couldn't but, do it. But of course, everybody wanted to say, oh, this was to kill another black person. It was to kill another black person. If y'all don't shut up with falling for this racist thing that many far left non-black people try to feed y'all about basically trying to imply to y'all that y'all are too ignorant and too immoral and less of a human to where you can't be equally morally sound in your decisions as everybody else to be held accountable. If y'all don't stop falling for that and then look at me like I'm crazy because I don't deal with that. No, I could be held accountable even if I wasn't the police. I could be held accountable. You could be held accountable because exactly. we're equally 
we're equally capable of making responsible decisions as anybody else. We are not less than human. We're not too ignorant to be accountable and responsible for our actions. We are not too immoral as human beings. No, we're equally capable of being sound in our decision-making to make the right choice. If you choose not to, that's because we chose not to. You get the freedom of choice yeah, every so. day. Yeah. Why do you absolutely right? <laughs> you have a choice. Crazy. Because guess what? What people don't understand that's not in the field is that same guy can easily kill somebody else down the line. And they wouldn't care. Yeah. They wouldn't have an outrage. They wouldn't protest against him. They wouldn't care. It would be like, oh, that's messed up. Anyway, what are we going to eat tonight? They don't care. Like, but that's what I'm say that we're brainwashed to think we don't, that they don't care. Brainwashed? I'm seeing y'all not care. Y'all don't care. It don't affect you. It's not your grandmother. It's not you. It's not anybody you care about. You don't care. But if it's a police officer involved but, and if he's white, then y'all all of a sudden y'all care. And, 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 and why did I'm glad you put that up? Because now we're going to tie that in to we're going to honor Sergeant Marlene Ripmatic because Absolutely. this, and not a, not a lot of people, there's not a lot of outrage and not a protest or anything that's going on with this sergeant and her partner who, exactly. who get ambushed. Mm -hmm. They get ambushed. Mm -hmm. You know, her funeral was the other day. And crickets, you hear crickets from this media, the media news outlet, uh, really didn't hear anything, didn't hear anything. But if it, the shoe was on the other foot, if the roles were well, yeah, reversed, it's going to be on MSNBC and CNN uh, uh, all week. People destroying stuff all week. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know Facebook and social media would have been up. You would have knew it. You knew it. So so before we before we honor Marlene Rittenmatic, uh, Holiday, take us. What, what, what happened that night, her execution there? So, from my understanding, she had, she went to a call her and her partner with, with her partner, mm -hmm. you no know, dogs mm -hmm. barking and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And um, and when she went to go check the dog out, from my understanding, it was the uh, young lady. It was um one of it was one of the uh, offenders. It was right. dog actually, right? But, because Zandra Zandra Harris was the young lady. I guess the the car come back to, I believe. Yeah, so you know they went in there and and as they went to see what's going on, they ambushed her, uh, shooting, mm. uh, shooting at her, shooting at the officers. You know mm. what they wait. Uh, hit the male officer and they end up ambushing and and taking the female officer's gun. Mm. Mm. The sergeant. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. she was pleading. She was she was begging. Like, don't do this. You don't have to do this. You don't have to do this. They end up shooting her. Wow. Wow. And you know, they fled, but you know, they they got caught. But yeah, but good. That, yeah. But yep. she, that sergeant, uh, Sergeant Maline, uh, she um, she was begging, 
and she she was trying to do the right thing. She didn't want to shoot nobody. She didn't want no one wants to get hurt. See, you know, you know, it's messed up because unfortunately, in this line of work, we learn by by other officers' situations, and this speak to a bigger picture because. I want to know what their tactics was like inside that room because you're in a hotel room. Hotel room is not that big, really. I mean, you have a bed and in the bathroom. I know they they was at a conference end, so I don't think I don't see them having extra rooms in there. I don't believe. Um. So I want to know what their tactics was like, what their their level was like. I know they probably wasn't at ten because you you're just looking at it. How many times we go to a job holiday in Wadi? And we're not, okay, dog barking. Okay, it's nothing to be up in arms about or be on 10 about, you know, hey, we're just checking this out. Hey, somebody left the dog in the car. He's going crazy. He wants to get out. He's cold or hot or hungry or we're trying to use a bathroom or something. Let's find the owner and deal with it. And this went from sugar to crap real quick. But I want to know what their, their tactics was like because, you know, in the story, the statement, um, uh, Darius Sullivan, the shooter, actually was able to get shot off at Officer Bailey first, her partner, and right. shot him and shot him in the head. Mm-hmm. But then the sergeant Marlene, she ended up getting shot while she was trying to flee, and they end up, you know, she he, he and Darius end up chasing the sergeant. You know, they struggled. He called over his girlfriend Sandra Harris, and they disarmed her, the sergeant. You know, so my thing is, what was, listen, guys, I've been on for 17 years, 17 years, and I, I can tell you, I can raise my hand and say, I haven't not done everything. I've been relaxed on, 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 on some things. So we must, and people must need to, need to know this. We cannot keep, we can't keep our guards down out there. It can be the minus, minute type thing. We cannot have our guards down. Well, our guards always need to be up for stuff like this. We must separate in the, in, in whatever we, however we conduct our investigation, we must separate. We must always, we should never have our backs to each other for talking about our partners. And we should always check out if there's a room, we should always ask a question. Anybody else in the house? Anybody else in this room? Uh, is there any weapons, any dogs, wherever the case may be. Because if something happened when when the fight is on, we need to be right there on engaging and be on top. Now I don't know the story, I don't know what happened as far as they, but this was a this was an ambush. Yeah. And, and it's and, and it's man, and it's messed up. And it's messed up because uh Officer Bailey still in the hospital fighting for his life. You know, Sergeant Marlene Redmatty laying down, shot, laying on the ground, begging and pleading for a life. And, and, and his POS, but both of them POSs end up shooting her, killing her. And we get nothing, nothing from MSNBC, nothing from Biden, nothing from the vice president, nothing from anybody. Sad. You know, and it's, and it's messed up. I mean, you get stuff, you get things from, from, the, from, from Blue, 
from the men and women in law enforcement, for law enforcement support, supporters. But that's why we get, that's why we're on the show today. That's why we honoring her her today. Uh just go over. Let's just let's let's just honor um uh, Sergeant Marlene Ritmatic, uh Ritmatic right now. I know a couple of her uh the Bradley Police Department said some things and 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 let's let's let people out there know a little bit about her. Absolutely. So Sergeant Marlene Ritmatic was born on the 6th of October in 1972. Uh, Marlene was a 21-year law enforcement veteran having an Iroquois County deputy and then Bradley police officer February 07, 2007. Mm-hmm. She was promoted to Sergeant on the 2nd of September in 2014. Marlene was a, she was an amateur photographer and a film producer for many of her family events and also Bradley Police Department and community events. According to Bradley Police Department, Marlene was a leader in the community. Marlene believed in people and her ability to speak to the community with respect, needs, and work together to find a solution that produced the least disruption in people's lives. To her, the job was about making the community safe for everyone. She believed and said, just because you can doesn't mean you should. Sergeant Ridmanick mm-hmm was awarded the Law Enforcement Officer of the Year in 2020. Wow. Oh, man. Man, you know what? We're going to leave it at there. We, we just want to, on the Black and Blue Bank, our podcast, we just want to give our thoughts and prayers to Sergeant yes. Marlene Red Maddox's family and our condolences. We pray that God, uh, you know, wrap his arm around her family extra tight. And we also want to give, uh, you know, we actually want to ask for the Lord to send his angels around and be with Officer Bailey while he's still fighting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to pray for all, we want to pray for all men and women in law enforcement right now. It's rough times because we see an increase in violence against law, law enforcement officers. We need to nip down the bud. I'm glad they're trying to seek the death penalty is only two pieces of crap. They need to be executed and and go forward. I hope this is well, I hope people see this and know you can't just get off just killing officers or killing people in general. We need to bring the death penalty back, in my opinion. You know, it's way too much killing that's going on and that needs to stop. So, yeah, that's the show for today. Uh, Holiday Wadi, appreciate you. You know, you guys going this ride along with me and always you know, be alert, be safe out there. And man, definitely, you know, you know, you be nice until not to. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, you know, I'm out there. You know, I'm out there cursing storm. Yeah. <laughs> I take, I, I take no crap from people out there. Uh, There's no room for it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, people, thank you again also for listening to us, taking time to Listen and check us out. We, we, you know, can't wait. We'll talk to you guys next time. All right, bro. Y'all stay safe. All right, you too. Wait a minute, people. We're not done yet. We have to announce our Blue Cape Award winner. So, Holiday, who's getting the award today? The Blue Cape Award winner goes out to no other than Sergeant Marlene Romanic. Romanic niece Ashley Johnson described her aunt as the backbone of her family. Ashley went on to say 
the police department would probably have to kick her on out the department because she loved her job so much. She wasn't a kind of officer that wanted to pull you over and give you a ticket unless she felt it was absolutely the only thing she had to do. She wasn't that type of cop. Her goal was to be a cop to make a difference. Job well done, Sergeant. Your death will not be in vain. We will continue to fight and hold the line. And thank you for being our Black and Blue Vanguard Podcast Blue Cape Award winner. Yeah, thank you, Holiday, for announcing our Blue Cape Award winner. So people, you can always check us out on Red Circle, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Amazon Music. Please, we encourage you, if you have any questions, comments, or just want to get some off your chest, hit us up at Black and Blue Vanguard Podcast at gmail.com. What is police brutality? Does it exist? Police brutality. A coined term that's been worked to death. It's run the gamut from physical brutality to rudeness. And it's a damaging term. When the police do something that's objectionable, call it what it is. Rudeness, undue force, neglect of duty, or whatever. But not police brutality. It can't be defined. It's just a label that some factions of our society use to destroy public faith in constituted law and authority. The police.